Hello and welcome in for this eSports Life episode 46. I am Launders here with the Squeaks. Once again, we brought him back once again. Okay, listen, I've been on this uh, show. Not due to popular request. I just decided to uh, lend an I arm. Earned a you chair. Know, you try to help the less, the more needy, the less fortunate. Um, Squeaks, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for asking. I mean, the rude introduction, but I'm glad you at least introduced me this time. You know, didn't just leave me hanging high and dry. Mm. Imagine. People like me because I'm honest. <laughs> People like you is a pretty big assumption that you're making there. And I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, you have your inner circle, whatever, your little posse. <laughs> but I'm talking to the masses, yeah. you know? I'm talking to the populace. I'm more of a people. Yeah, you person. need to cast a wide net because <laughs> if people get to know you too well, like if it's too close of a circle, then they'll really find out things that might turn. That's them just away. not true. Okay, I'm an open book. You and you know this. Oh, you're an open book. Yeah. Is that why nobody at your work knows that you're a streamer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, I'm an open. Okay, hold on. What do you? Okay, what is the conversation, Launders, where it's like, hey, uh -huh. I I like to stream on Twitch. Like, how do you bring that up in a normal way? Better questions, Weeks. How do you avoid the conversation if it ever comes up? <laughs> what do you mean? Where Where do you put the ring light when people come over? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I am not an open book. <laughs> Maybe I'm halfway open. Hashtag, where's the ring light? Huh? <laughs> okay. I want to paint a picture into the viewers' minds. All right? Yeah. So, like, I feel like it's going to be probably like an MS Paint picture. So, <laughs> no, dude. Listen, I've, I have the power of oratory i'm so descriptive that people can just envision them being here so imagine a viewer or listener that you're you know you get wined and dined and you come over to a your boy squeaks 15's house okay and you're a normie and i'm a normie and you see like my apartment's fine it looks okay but in the corner of the apartment is this rgb diarrhea with a fucking ring light two monitors Logitech G G305, a solid state drive. You know, they see all this fucking nerdy shit. You're going to be put off. You're going to think I'm a makeup guru. And I don't want to portray kidding? that, you know? First of all, anything wrong with that? Secondly, <laughs> are you? I feel like you're just describing the ideal setup. You're de you're describing the man cave. What's, uh, what's the issue? No, the, also, I, okay. conversation starter. Okay, I, I feel like we started this podcast on the wrong foot, okay? I'm sort of caught on my <laughs> heel here. There's nothing wrong with makeup gurus. <laughs> Okay, there's nothing wrong with that shit, but um, I just think that people are free to do what they want, and I choose to hide this. Okay, I don't because look at the it's like people calling you a social media influencer, launders. Does that make you happy? I fucking hate that. Shit, there you bro. go. Okay, so if you had like a Wait. ring light that said social media influencer on it, if a random comes over, you're gonna hide it. No. Yeah, but did, I mean, is that how you look at yourself? <laughs> Are you just ashamed of being a social media influencer, Squeaks? Or, no, I, I just you know, think of a I, more I, accurate title. <laughs> I think online personas have like a weird stereotype to them that may be a little true. And I don't want people to, you know, I don't want people to assume that people I don't oh, know. You don't so want well. people to know you're a narcissist. <laughs> but I mean, it, clearly I'm a narcissist. I know, you know, of course I'm a narcissist. I just want to be a little bit more closeted. Mm -hmm. that's fair yeah you know that's fair okay i'm not an open book are you happy is this what you wanted you come I in here good. swinging and i'm here on my fucking heel trying to defend you and you're out mm -hmm. gallivanting around the united states casting god knows what and where and uh here oh. i am at home taking care of the two kids okay and you're out doing whatever is that what you call your viewer <laughs> <laughs> here i am feeding the viewers <laughs> 
sometimes changing their diapers <laughs> and you here you're just out and about having the having drinks you know going out chilling it's called hair of the dog it's a it's an american colloquialism that describes the effect of having alcohol the day after having had too much alcohol to make yourself feel better yeah oh wait this is a good opportunity for me to interject to make you look bad Launders is recording this podcast hungover. Okay, what? <laughs> That's conjecture at best. Wait, you're, you're not here. You sound you can't hungover. You see the bags under my eyes. <laughs> you sound hungover, Launders. And you sound 12, but Whoa! none of these things are true. So I. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I sound like an, maybe like a handsome adult. I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> I sound smart and handsome. Yeah. And tall. Um, I, 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 did you see any of Blast LA by any chance? Yeah, I did. I saw some of the production was fucking cool, man. I heard it looks like shit on stream. Is that true? Uh, or... I don't know if it looked particularly like shit. I just there remember just a ton of heat, right? There was like so much heat on the event that I, I couldn't tell what was, what was, what, where people were being honest about and what they were just kind of trying to pile on. With, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, there was a kid screaming. Which was nice, I guess, but <laughs> annoying. Go, wick, <laughs> Let's go, wick, wick. <laughs> That kid. Oh, uh, dude, you know, it's so funny. I think you messaged me and you said, like, who's that little kid's screaming? And then somebody else messaged me and he's like, can you tell that girl to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, OK, it's so funny because we talk about miking the audience and how that's important. And then this was the first event where I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe the microphone shouldn't be on the audience. <laughs> this is a good counterpoint to that, unfortunately. People, people think like they they don't they don't like imagine being somebody who is told to tell a child to shut up, you know. Yeah. But everybody's thinking the same thing. Everybody in production are getting it the worst. They've got their headphones on the loudest to pick up any kind of discrepancies in the audio or right. issues or whatever. And they're thinking they're thinking, Jesus <laughs> Christ, like how do we like fucking you know what I mean? Bring back bullying. You know? <laughs> oh my god. They're, that's what they're thinking. <laughs> that's but, horrible. I mean, this this kid is so cute and he's yeah. like a huge fan and it was like a cool picture and stuff like that. It's just a, it's just unfortunate that he's standing right in front of the crowd mics. I don't think he any you know every I don't round know exactly bro. where they are, but he was just standing right in front of it basically. It's so funny just, because just on talking Twitch, directly to the viewers. On Twitch, people were like Fuck this guy. Get him out of there. He's ruining my experience. But in person, I was like, oh, like so cute. Like, that's so nice. And I'm sure everyone on chat, if they met a kid in person, would be like, oh, that's so nice. But on they'd have dude, no balls to say something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But on under Twitch, it's like a fucking Twitch, oh, mob. <laughs> it's yeah. a mob again. People are so powerful, willing to speak out against like a nine year old. <laughs> But I, I was so funny. I didn't think Blast was particularly like poorly received on stream. I thought it was fine. I well, like the I say, UI. That's not much of a compliment either. So what do you, you mean? Know, I, what What are your thoughts? Well, that, even that's like you know it's supposed to be a good event. I, I like for I think for because the experience being there was awesome. I thought I think for people walking around it's probably really cool too because you didn't feel locked into the seats and you weren't sitting there watching eight hours of games and then in like a cold theater. Yeah. It's kind of uncomfortable to watch some of the big stadium events because, you know, those <laughs> get extremely cold and there's big delays where you just sit there. And if you leave to go get the shitty venue food, you got to walk, you know, 10, 15 minutes line up behind. It's kind of like going to like a comedy show or <laughs> any kind of theater show where it's like you got to take the intermissions to line up with everybody else. And it's it's a pain. It's a hassle. But with this event, it was open air. It was L.A., so it's nice weather. And you could just 
go from your seats to going outside. There's a food truck area. Mm-hmm. There was you could buy alcohol. There was also an outside stage with an outside screen, so you could see the games being casted while eating in the benches outside, and then just go back in whenever. So it was a good experience for us, and I think for people who were there, even though those tickets were a little expensive, but uh, that's why I was wondering what it looked like on the on the stream. Well, I mean, like the stream experience is like completely different because people aren't tuning, forced to tune in or whatever. So it's like you're in, it's uh you're in to watch games, and that's pretty much it. So it's hard to differentiate yourself when you're just tuning in for the games itself. So it's like mm-hmm. I like the look of of Blast always. Like I like the UI. I think there's something cool that it's unique. But beyond that, I mean, there's nothing that stood out beyond besides that. I mean, the talent right. was good, obviously, but and the games are incredible. Um, mm-hmm. But what else do I want from an, a stream? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a little beyond the summit content. Maybe? Yeah, that. See, yeah, those are the. That's like what makes a good event great to me. It's like yeah, I think you have a great like point that. there. Yeah, yeah. And I think so they're they, trying to they're trying to make it like beyond the summit. Like some of the content they made was pretty good, and uh, it was like a little bit more meme-y, you know? Yeah. So all the B, all the BTI. I don't know how much of this I could talk about, but sure. I don't know. I mean, it's like they, the, a lot of the beyond the summit guys were there, and um, it's also no secret, as I mentioned, I think on a last episode, like Nicholas came to beyond the summit, who's head of product at Blast, and he like you know was there talking to people, and it's like, okay, well, two weeks before Blast LA, what do you think he's doing? So I think you want, you know, they wanted to work on content. It just didn't, it didn't work out. But the BTS guys really like them, and there might be a future where they they do stuff like that. That'd so, be sick. Uh, they were they were trying to move in that direction. I mean, th- so. this is like the we've talked. It's so funny because that we recorded these podcasts because we've talked about this for like, uh, like I think like two months ago, like three, two, three months ago. Like how about to how like Beyond the Summit is like ideal model of of a uh, event. So I'm glad like other or, like other tournament organizers are looking at Beyond the Summit as well because I think that's just good for everyone. You know, it's not it's not uh, uh, un- not self aware. It's a very self aware event, and I think that's the way to go. Dude, you got to be brave though. I don't think people get it when you're running a product as big as a tournament circuit. Uh-huh. You're gonna you're gonna take there's there's gonna be there's gonna be people like imagine you get uh you get hired for a company random esports company and you get a big position at the company and they're like hey we want you to run a tournament circuit and you come in and you're all fucking hyped up and enthusiastic <laughs> and you're like i'm gonna bring great ideas i'm gonna make everything fresh and then you start running into roadblocks yeah. you start working with people who are a little bit lazy or you start working with people who who know how to make a mold but they don't know how to break the mold and then they just end up doing the exact same tournament <laughs> over and over again right and you're dealing with so much money you want to play it safe and you and at the end of the day, it's just a job to you. Yeah. But, so it takes a lot to ch- ch- change from that. Um, and blasts are so comfortable and so hardworking that they actually will try fucking completely different styles of tournaments, which is it's nuts. I mean, that's not that's so hard to do. That's scary. And look at the backlash too, man. Like it wasn't all for free for them in terms mm-hmm. of their reputation, furniture store memes and all that. I mean, like I can't imagine mm-hmm. being running blast this year and having to deal with all of the and and to me unwarranted hate uh you know and i think that just like the one thing is like bravery you're right it's like are you going to be brave and actually try to make money (laughs) you know i don't know i I think that uh tournament organizers are gonna have to look at themselves in the mirror and they may not be happy with what they see you know because uh dude only a few of them like i don't even know it seems like they're just money pits you know yeah no totally the uh so I don't I don't remember if this is at LA. I think it was, but so 
like a, a refresh announced that they're no longer taking on Astralis or Origin, their League of Legends team, mm -hmm. and they're they're selling them basically, and so they just have Blast as their main product, and that was that was awesome. That was great news. I mean, there's no any and no way anybody could get mad about that. I mean, yeah. people might find they they get they've they've got a sunk cost in hating Blast, so they're going to find stuff, but ultimately you can't spin that as anything but positive. You got exactly what you wanted, and you know it removes conflict of interest and. I was wondering what's the reaction from the guys at Blast. I mean, I know they, you know, they 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 want to get past all of this kind of vitriol For that's sure. coming their way. But I like, how do they feel? It's it's their company. Uh, it's refreshed above them. It must have been some complications. And I was when I talked to Nicholas, he's like, "Fucking thank God they announced it." He was so <laughs> happy. He was so happy. He was elated. He was like. This is like finally like I he's like I haven't even talked to Astralis since like January like they are totally two separate entities they don't ever like interact unless it's for to make content like they would with any other team and they're just so happy now that they don't they aren't this is there's not more hate coming their way because of Astralis and their loose association with them through refresh so they're ex enthusiastic ex I, I can't imagine sorry, ecstatic yeah and and for you know. I think it's also a vote of confidence in refresh in, in in blast because if I'm refreshed, I'm thinking Astralis is a top five team. They just had the they're the most they're the biggest brand in, in uh, Counter Strike for mm -hmm. the past year and a half. Um, they've won everything. They've been extremely profitable. Uh, they've got a good system. They've got the best team in Denmark. You know everything, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know this is a team you want to hold on to, and they could have basically picked. Do we want to go to the player route? Do we want to go to the the tournament route? And the tournament, on the other hand, getting tons of hate. Probably still running, operating in a loss as you normally would. Um, have to they have to kind of see the future, and they have to fit into an already very busy schedule, and that's also another point of friction that they have to to manage. And they still go with blast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of that's really cool because now now they're going to probably double down on blast. Blast has big plans, and and it's there. It's the only egg in the nest for refresh right now. So that's I think huge. You know what's funny? I don't hear many people talking about that. Like I hear, I heard more noise about Blastralis or whatever, like the meme is, but I don't hear mm -hmm. about the resolution at all, like on the subreddit. And I'm, I don't go to events. I'm very normie informed, not an informee. I'm just reading, and I'm sure a lot of listeners as well, just like, you just hear gossip or whatever. But it's so interesting that I actually haven't heard about that. And I like will go on global offensive. It's funny how like people are, and I think, the subreddit in general is just like kind of shitty now to be honest but i feel like mm -hmm. people are just so willing to hop on the drama train and not like even if something comes out that's like it, it, important information it's like suppressed mm -hmm. you know and so stuff will change like esl they've they've gone through they've gone through hell with you know everybody um they still go through hell constantly for stuff. Yeah. And now they've come out and they 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 run their media really well. Like if you go do interviews at ESL, you'll have the best experience possible. I'll tell everyone that. Um, if you're players, you get the best practice rooms. They're so good at running their IEMs and the regular events now. Teams and everybody, very happy. Everyone's very happy with ESL events um, right now. But, you know, there's a point where you looked at ESL and you're like, they're not going to survive this. <laughs> it's getting so bad at this point. Everybody hates them. You know, it's over in a year. It's over in a few months. Oh, they're operating at a huge loss. All of this stuff. And uh -huh. they still, you know, they come out at the end. So that was just, I feel like Blast had to have a phase like that. Um, Do you think that's good for the industry launders? Like, the, I've I, noticed that too. Like, I, I'm sort of conflicted here because I think it's good that people are looking at these organizers under a microscope. But I also see, like, the argument for 
uh, the negative side. So my question to you, Launders, is what's like the best outcome for people like really analyzing these term- tournament organizers? And what do you think is like a negative effect of it as well? Yeah, so I think I think the positive is ironic because I, I think the positive would be, you know, it leads to some kind of it leads to some kind of correction like you've alluded to in the past where things have to be done right and properly in the best way possible. And in the long term, if things survive, everything's been put under the the, the heaviest stress test possible. So that means if things survive, things couldn't be better. You know, that means that that means we couldn't be in a better place. Right. Um, and, you know, for the and I, I and I think why, why would you want to have it any other way? I, I'd say I, I think we, we get a certain level of transparency because we have people like Richard Lewis and Thorne who are mm-hmm. not afraid to say anything about <laughs> anybody and they are they have and scoots and they have so many connections and the ability to get to the like deep down to the answers. Um and sometimes, you know, different people have different horses in the race, right? They have their own reasons for wanting to uh, either attack or look into something. But at the end of the day, as long as they get the truth out, that can be good. Um so basically I think the positives the positive is that uh, ultimately, if we survive, we'll have the kind of the best, purest uh, run organizations and uh, tournament organizers as well. I agree. Uh, so, I mean, there's no secret about all this stuff coming out, out about NIP. And I was just wondering at a high level, mm. as someone who's in the industry, I mean, I've, I've been keeping up, man. I think it's so interesting. And we talk about this like we it's so funny, Wanders. I feel like we're like a little bit of fortune tellers, man. With some of the stuff we've talked about, how like we went on a tirade a while ago <clears throat> about how a lot of people are just taking advantage uh, of, you know, younger people by not giving them contracts. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm sure things are coming to the light in the future. And here's yet another thing. And I was just wondering, what are your thoughts about all this information coming out, out about NIP? And if you wouldn't mind, like summarizing it for maybe a listener who's not quite up to date. Yeah, sure. So I actually, when I was in Berlin, I think I spent the most amount of time with Fiflarin that I've ever spent in my life. I like, saw on uh, Instagram. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we were kind of just hanging out. I don't, I don't really know, but we were spending like all day, like all, like for many days, kind of just hanging out, going out and like exploring Berlin and stuff like that. And so I had the rundown of all of the stuff that he was going to talk about uh, with NIP, and it was, you know, it's equally as juicy as what you heard on the on the um in the interview there was even mm-hmm. more stuff that's you know yet to come out because i've heard i've heard about what freiburg what exist have to say oh, shit. i've heard about forest story i've I, yeah i've heard about all their stories but he said you know he basically created a chat and said hey guys i'm gonna go on the show and i will not say anything about you if you don't want me to and you know i think now they feel comfortable they're actually gonna start coming out but they've got stuff too man they actually all have stuff that's um, sad, though. I mean, I yeah. see Nip as like a Even god with tier. Exist, like re- oh. like really recently, yeah. it's a really fucked up handling of his exit of NIP. That gets hella juicy. Oh, um, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to hear all about that, man. It's so entertaining so, to watch. It's like drama. <laughs> right. So, so the summary uh, for I guess people who are like a little bit out of the loop is just that when you know Nip were the most dominant team back in 2013, the number one team in Counter Strike. Uh, organization started by Heaton, you know, of all people, who was a legendary CS player. There was so much drama that went on with the players in the organization to the point that if a flare had said, and he had this called this math ready, that after they had won every single tournament, 2012, 2013, in his bank account, he had $3,000 um, 
uh, in prize winnings, basically, uh, that he had been mm. paid for. And he had made whatever 200 and something thousand kroners, I think it was, but probably should have made more even in um, in dollars. And 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 that was just just 2013. And then him and Richard, Richard Lewis detail 2013 all the way up to to now and talk about the different uh, dramas and stuff that nobody talked about or knew about uh, over the years with NIP. Yeah, that I mean, all of that stuff is so sketchy, man. And I have like the inclination and maybe a bias to always side with the players. Um, but in this case, that just seems so scummy. Like this isn't even like a phase phase Tifu issue. This is like this seems systemic in the org, right? Like if this takes down Nip, so be it. You know, I'm I'm sort of like if it's the growing pains of an industry that's uh, was started by a bunch of kids. In my eyes, it's like. Yeah, you're putting millions of dollars in people's hands uh, and just hoping that wishing them well in a new space. So unfortunately, this is like just part of growing at a, such a rapid pace. But I'm so happy to see like Richard Lewis and stuff coming out and Fafleren and all these people just like willing to take down the gauntlet, you know, take down the, you know, charge the fucking emperor and try to really Dude, like take him down. Because I think this is good mm-hmm. for the industry in the long run. I have a question for you. I was wondering, so my, my favorite part of that was like, I felt like this is the classic move where the CEO, when everything <laughs> was really falling out, took, took all the money and went off to Thailand. Like the, that's like that. I feel like that is like the classic, right? That's like the catch me if you can. You're like run move. away, run away. I love that. Yeah, that was easily my favorite part. What was your, what was your favorite part um, about all the shit that went down? The justice, homie, the justice. People can't get away, okay? And looking at you, Mo TV. fuck you, Mo. <laughs> you can't get away with poor behavior Bro, in the long run. He's You're cleaning off the rear view of his fucking McLaren, dude. He's looking at you laughing. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, I'm in my Toyota Camry. Like, who am I to say? <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I have oh, no okay. Say. No, you want me to feel better? Want make you feel better? You know what I heard? What? Um, when I was, I actually heard about this while I was in uh, in Berlin. But with Mo, because he had started that poke restaurant. Do you remember that? No, I don't. He started a poke poke restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he became like uh, he, he started a poke restaurant kind of after everything, like only like a, a year or two ago. And people found out about it. They found it. And they just fucking review bombed it. But I don't remember what it was called. Oh so I have yet to look it up. But yeah, they just completely fucked the business. They totally just review bombed it on Google reviews or Yelp or whatever. Um, and there's no coming back from that, dude. You're not going to find anybody to no, come hard. to a fucking strip mall poke restaurant <laughs> if they're not going to see a good Google review. Just imagine you're eating poke Piece and you shit. see behind the kitchen and it's just fucking Mo. <laughs> like it's Mo because he can't hire any employees. He's got a fucking white hat on just cooking. <laughs> Dude, Mo has done so much bad for Counter Strike. I, I just like and like so. My favorite part of of all so this. Why does he have to be brown? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes like no joke. It sounds like a meme, but it makes like like all other brown people in the industry look. Yeah, bad. it's like it was like nine eleven, dude. <laughs> it was like that's 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 what Mo did to the Counter Strike community. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's true. If you were, it's true. You get pulled in. It's, it's Forsaken as well. Fuck Forsaken, man. Yeah, man. I what still the hear fuck? word.exe in fucking Twitch <laughs> chats, man. I still see that shit. The, the Tom Cruise laughing gif and just <laughs> everybody in. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck you, Forsaken. I hope he never comes back to the fucking space of Counter-Strike under a different name or whatever. But he ruined... Um, I'm going on a tear here. I'm sorry. But he ruined Counter-Strike for the entire country of India. Like... 1.3 billion. Could you have one... Fuck boy, okay? One fucker forsaken ruined it. And can you imagine grinding all day in like 
just because of some guy, like an org isn't going to take a risk on you. Some guy you have no control over. Like, fuck you, man. I was so excited about that. And uh, like, just like most things, my dreams have been uh, squashed. I just one dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and they had fucking Hex at the time. They had Optic. That's one of the sickest That's people the best. to come in and like jumpstart your org, to lay a foundation down, to give everybody, to like kind of get everybody in line with like what it means to be an East. They would have had content. You would have gotten to know their personalities. I can't think of a better org owner to, to start an org in a brand new place. Seriously, dude. I can't. You're right, man. I'm actually so pissed. I'm taking off. I'm, I'm just, pissed now. Yeah. Now I'm going to start pacing, man. Because can you imagine like how good it would be for Counter-Strike 2 to have to literally mobilize one of the most population dense countries in the world? Like how many fans would have been sprouted? Like Indian fans? Like I'm I love that shit. I'm actually like I don't identify myself as like an Indian Counter-Strike player just rather than a Counter-Strike player. But I'm so happy whenever I'm like matchmaking and there's an Indian person with like an accent on my team. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I'm going to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. And then I start yeah. singing Bollywood. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> hey, man, do you know the screw the light bulb dance? Yeah, like, yeah. Me too. <laughs> we just start calling and uh, we just start making up our own calls. He's coming, Alu Paratha. He's coming. He's chicken tikka masala. Old <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, because it, it feels good, man, to see like to- different people attracted to one game. Because long ago, Launders, I'm sure you knew you were part of this, like early Counter Strike days, it was just like the same type of person that played the game, you know? Like the demographic wasn't as wide as it is now. It was like professional Counter Strike was dominated by Europeans, pubs were played by older white dudes you know like it's it was the mm-hmm. same thing but now it seems like there's so many different types of people in this game and the more the merrier honestly yeah i agree i agree like there should be a chinese style of counter-strike like watching tai Lu for the first time on playing cobble was incredible because it was like oh man this looks so foreign to the way we've been playing it and i think that's like really reinvigorating for the sport in general it's like Dota Underlords, man. You want to have a meta where the most amount of synergies and combinations can win. You don't want to have one where like there's an ultimate meta. You want it to be, but you know, jokes aside, that's actually makes keeps things super fresh, yeah. and it it's way more fun to watch, especially when you get to see like the miners, and then you get to see them play against other uh, international teams, which you rarely get to see. Yeah, it's like really fucking boring to see the same teams play the same style over and over again. Same team, same players, same everything. Same tor- tournament organizers, same orgs. Dude, the variety is really the spice of the game, okay? And I and I truly believe it. And I feel like now... You know India got the spice. That's what I'm saying. And now we're going to put on some fucking masala, dude. We got the shit. Mm. I don't care about Forsaken. I'm going to single-handedly be the fallen of India, okay? I'm going to travel to India and start the esports scene myself if I have to. Uh, you should do that. Yeah, you should. You should. I mean, I've got. I've got. I. Uh, it was Emode who had an offer to coach. Uh, it was to coach an Indian team. I can't remember how prominent they were, but it was an actual Sick. offer to to fly there and coach a, a CS team, an Indian CS team. Dude, that would be. Um, let's do it, Launders. You and I will go to India, create content, and try to. You know, it'll be like a series. How, how to start. I'm not even fucking you right now. Do you know the story? Do you ever watch Dota 2 or know anything about Dota yeah, 2? I've seen like a couple of the internationals. So there's a guy named Blitz. He's a caster. Uh-huh. And he, uh, and Purge, who's the guy, people have said like, I'm like the Purge of CS. Like I sound like I have, he's like a deep <laughs> voice and he does like uploads game. He used to upload gameplay videos every day to YouTube. And yeah, I know I kind of did the same thing. 
You know Purge, okay. So Purge, as a YouTuber, was like a middle-of-the-pack player, like above average, almost pro, something like that. And he went with Blitz, and they had a team called Zypher, and they went to Korea. And then they literally ran, they won everything for a year because the scene was so undeveloped. Yeah. And then people, they started getting really good, and then they, they kind of left after that. But they had a stint where they just, like, moved. And because they had the kind of the most... Um, pertinent dota knowledge about the meta and like how mm -hmm. to play and stuff uh they, they they were able to win as like mint tier players like they could they could they went and did that that's awesome that. yeah we could do that man i'm telling you I mean, that'd be so fun I, I think those stories are always nice too because it's like it's a ton of players who haven't been given the spotlight or the limelight or the motivation to do well and then suddenly bam you know they're bam. winning tournaments they have guidance they have structure and so i think that'll be that could be really sick if Someone wants to do that for like whatever country. I think that's ultimately so good for the country esports scene, but also for Counter Strike in general. Would you ever? Would you ever do that though? Like, yeah, I hundred percent. Would you man. do it? Uh, what if the opportunity popped up right now? Would you move to India? Yeah, oh, I'd have to think about it because I work, man. I don't have the. It's an exploding offer. I mean, you've got a few minutes, but what do you mean? <laughs> it's like Once a bomb. You think someone sends me a bomb and I have to my hands are tied. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. I'd have to think about it and see what they're offering me and make sure I, uh, it's legit, you know? There's a million. A million dollars to move? Yeah. Yeah, I would 500 move. up front. Yep, 100%. I would easily. Okay. You'd be an idiot not to do that. And you have to live there for 30 years. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Take the money and run. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I can live. Honestly, I don't think I can live in India for like 10 years, to be honest. <laughs> Just to be frankly. It's too hot, bro. It's too much. It's too much for it's me. It's too fucking hot. Yeah. I, I was born in India, man. I can't. I'm not going to die there. Okay. Like, <laughs> 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 it's too hot. And I it's came just up out the hood, brother. I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> I visit it. It's like me visiting, like, it's like a successful rapper visiting the hood. I'm just there with my keyboard and shit. I'm like, hey, <laughs> here's a mouse. Go pro. These are homie. my people. They won't rob me. <laughs> they won't rob me. <laughs> I just expected to be carried out. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, oh, dude, I 100%. Would you? Would you go to India? To, not I think, for 30 years. No, not for 30 years. I mean, like, for a year, <laughs> for one year. Yeah. I think it'd be I mean, fun, yeah, I mean, dude. The price is right. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down. I'm like, I don't think I've ever been to a place where I hated it. No. Like, where, like, it was a, you know, the fact that it's brand new and, like, so different. That's awesome. That'd be so. super fun. If we're ever in a transition period, launders, we're like, I'm not working, you're not working, whatever, in the future, we should plan something like that. Even if it's for, I feel like, like, you're the one who might not do it. I feel like I can do it kind of any time. I'm well, down. I'm always... I'm literally ready to go on them. I'm about to, my lease about to come up. I'm about to go month to month instead of signing again for a year just so that I can pivot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do whatever I want. But your job is like mobile. I like, I can't do that because That's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, but I'm like saying like if it. I'm in the transition mode, I would do it. You Like I would hundred percent do it. Like even for a yeah. week, I think that'd be so sick. Just like make content and like go to India and like look at lands, try to get some coverage for them. What's going on Ooh, in the other side of the country. We could be consultants. Oh, I would do it 100%. <laughs> Listen, if there's a tournament organizer or whatever uh, that's listening to this podcast, DM me. We need one of those shit. We need to do like a shitty LinkedIn photo shoot where we just have a white <laughs> backdrop and we're wearing a suit. Um, and it's like that kind of blown out back white background photo. What do you photo. mean? Uh, Laundry's already have one. Put that on our Twitter and then put that on our Twitter bio. <laughs>
I have one? Yeah, it's look at the album art of the podcast. There you go. Just fucking no, use dude, that. No, dude, that's a sick photo. No, that's no. we got to use a shitty, we got to make a shitty esports consultant one. They oh. look the same on Twitter. Oh, I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, we could do no that. Flavor. It's just literally some guy in a suit with a white backdrop. Um, <laughs> a and, poor then, green and then you put esport consultant in the bio mm-hmm. and then move there. And then it's official. It's like becoming a Fortnite pro. You just change your Twitter and then, bio. And then you have to you just list um, all of the companies that you've loosely been associated <laughs> at, with as in like at ESL because you watched IEM Chicago. Yeah. You know, you just put that in there previously at ESL, at yeah. Dreamhack, at Blast. <gasps> And then right. DM a bunch of influencers and be like, hey, I'm working on a new uh, thing. Can you, uh, do you mind answering a few questions for me and see where that takes <laughs> oh. you? Yeah. And then you can, and then you can list them as well yeah. as contacts. There you go. See, we got it, right. man. Two birds with actually, one fucking DM. Yeah. Like technically, if you talk at somebody, you still talk mm-hmm. to them. You're so still working with them can... technically. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's yeah, a meme, a but there's so many resumes that I've seen of like, just the most fucking ludicrous shit that's clearly fake, you know? It's, like, mm-hmm. so easy to lie. I almost want to, like, you can't professionally call someone out. Like, you can't be like, oh, can you, is this real? <laughs> but it's yeah. so, it's too easy to lie. Or on LinkedIn, dude. Oh, my God. I see some heinous shit on LinkedIn, man. It's entertaining as fuck, though. Yeah, we've done some snooping on people. It's not not really the place to bring it up because it can't show you, but... Yeah, we've seen some we've seen some pretty sketchy LinkedIn's. Yeah. Um yeah. Where everyone's just like a founder of something and uh <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the big one, right? Because yeah. that's another that's another good word. Very versatile word. Yeah, we should, we should just official. do a class. We should do a class on consultant branding, right? <gasps> now we're talking. Oh, now we're talking the because big now we're bringing in the non-endemic money. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And nobody in the sphere can that needs to find out about it. We do we can do kind of do guerrilla marketing on the street, pasting stuff to the uh, to to polls, or we can <laughs> post on uh, we can post on business forums that no esports people would ever go Forget to. Forget business never know. forums. Never go to Fiverr, dog. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. That's the real money maker. Five dollars at a go. time, every time. Take over the right. world. <laughs> There's some. Oh my god, dude! And then you can do that, and then offer to be someone's mercy in Overwatch. Uh, designated healer (laughs) (laughs) we can do all that shit man if we really got hungry for money you know i'll be your e-boy for a day (laughs) (laughs) don't say e-boy that sounds horrible (laughs) that sounds like really sexual i don't know i don't i don't feel comfortable with that at all i think it's like implicitly sexual yeah yeah there's something strange about it but what can you do Mm -hmm. like being when was the last time you played counter-strike my dude what a what a what a question! Because oh listen, I've moved on you from waited, the old oh, memes. Because listen, Londers, hold on. The this is why. Suddenly, you hold, just on, hold, on. That on now, now, hold on, hold on. Now, now, hold on, hold on. Total non You haven't beat. It, you want me to really get into it, Londers? Let me roll up my sleeve, and I'll tell you. Go you haven't even it. beaten Sekiro, and I haven't said anything for the last few oh, months. I'm a Miyazaki fan. like twenty days since you said something. I'm a huge Miyazaki fan. He's a work of art. Blah 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 blah. Doesn't even beat Sekiro, and he calls himself. You want to know the truth? Yeah, go it's ahead. been spoiled. Everything's been spoiled. Oh, I've I'm seen so- everything. Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought it was the the journey. The destination was the journey. You know, I didn't think that uh, someone who's Are all you quoting me or yeah, because what are you I am quoting you. Because remember, oh, I'm I don't mind if someone spoils something if it's come out. Do you remember this? 
Rewind no, it. Man. Memory. No, no, Nathan, man. I do it. No, that. I'm forcing you to rewind. No, go ahead, Nathan. I'm sorry. You're going to do some homework. It's not flashback no, time. Flashback right now. Play the flashback. You don't play the flashback. Play the flashback. No, I'm fine. I, I don't say I I don't tell anybody that they can't spoil Game of Thrones. I am a I am a spoiler apologist. I don't care if people spoil it. I just would like to avoid it. That's all. I don't tell people that they can't say anything. I said that if somebody spoils something after a certain amount of time that it's been out, there's nothing I can do about it. Doesn't mean I want to hear the fucking spoiler. <laughs> Well, we had the same conversation. I'm like, just so sick of it. Times, I just have to dude. sit here like nothing's wrong. Okay, you don't even you don't even beat Sekiro. You're not playing Counter Strike. You're playing a fucking card game. Okay, wake up. Your virginity is growing back, Launders, and I I'm won't have in it the here. Valve universe. <laughs> no, me and the listeners are staging an, interve- an intervention for you right now. Okay, we miss it's you. It's nice to feel so loved. Yeah. I yeah, I appreciate that. No, it comes but from a place I- of love. Dude, I fucking I literally played Underlords on the plane. That's on that's wild. Plane, that's bro. Wild. I that's played a, a multiplayer game that I is I am most interested in right now over yeah. plane Wi-Fi against people online as if I was at home on my fucking phone. That's crazy. That was awesome. Were you sitting next to like a kid like reading Hamlet or something, doing something intellectual like a manly thing <laughs> as you're on your phone playing with goblins and ghouls? <laughs> Who the fuck was my uh my who the fuck was I sitting beside? You don't even know you're so immersed in this car. Oh, game. dude, I had a middle, I had a middle seat, I had a middle Ew. seat. The dude, dude beside me was trying to sleep, and I'm sitting there, professional fucking uh airline uh airline passenger uh-huh. with my neck pillow and uh like the perfect setup. Like I'm using the optimal amount of space. I got my charger in. I got my phone <laughs> in my hand, neck pillow on. Like not taking up too much room there. I'm I'm a great person to have in the middle seat. I'm a little bit my shoulders a bit wide. How but, tall are uh, you again? Six three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did, don't your I knees mean, touch the seat or whatever? Oh, dude, it's the worst, man. It's the worst. <laughs> I need premium economy just to feel normal. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. that's hard for you. Like, that's that must be really tough. You know, being really tall and like being like desired dude, on dating apps, honestly, and you have to deal with my knees. My knees. It might hurt. be. <laughs> <laughs> like oh like most roman emperors you're how's tall. the dating life going squeaks? but then you're like oh my knees <laughs> how's the dating life going squeaks the dating what do you mean i'm not gonna reveal that on the podcast are you fucking kidding me i'm gonna put the bad oh, out are you saying there is one or i'm not gonna deny nor <laughs> state there's a dating life i'm actually <laughs> dating the stream so there you have it oh okay you know but if I mean? you're ever gone <laughs> but if one day, if I'm gone for one day, I swear to God, dude, Ghost like interrogates me every time I miss a day of streaming. He's like, oh, yeah. who, who is she? <laughs> how who was she? it? How was it? How are you? How are things? But like if you – this is the thing because we talked about power hierarchies in, in streams, right? Where it's like the streamer is performing and there's it's a version of the streamer that's not true. You know, that's not or it's not necessarily true, but it's amped up to a degree. Like in mm-hmm. terms of sharing every personal life detail, I find myself not sharing things, you know, like trying to not necessarily hide. But I think there's some details that are personal. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I don't know. But wouldn't you agree with that? Like you're wouldn't shit. you agree? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you don't want to yeah, share I... everything with the, like, I think that's unhealthy and it's unfair, you know? Oh, well, explain unfair. Because Did it's you just like throw that in there, or no, maybe I threw it in there because it sounds fine. But I think it's unfair because it's like you, you shouldn't, as a as a as someone who's consuming content, I think it's unfair to have 
loyalty expectations. Like if your streamer says something that pisses you off or something, like you should unsubscribe, right? This don't fucking, or like don't support the streamer, don't watch. I'm all for that because streamers are just in the service industry, right? Like I think sharing mm -hmm. every personal detail to for like monetary gain or whatever, I think there's something ugly to that, you know? That's unfair I need to, to know the why my waitress is wearing a bandaid. You know what happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, that's a great analogy. Share know? that detail with me. No, like, um, that's what I mean. Sure, you're allowed to. I, uh, I, I, I think I, um, I personally really like. I really liked being. I think I was more. I was more honest. Like it felt like on my stream than I was with my friends in real life. Almost for a while. Yeah. Um, oh shit, like, man! Stop! Don't stop! It feels too well, real. Is that, that, does that feel too real? That hit a nerve. Yeah. So it's just because. Yeah, because it was like kind of a new. It was like a new circle of friends almost. So yeah. it was like. Is it almost like in a sense you're starting over? Just like you would get the same feeling you would get if you moved cities. Yep, that's so where, fucking good. Yeah. That's so um, true, man. Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that aspect, though. I, I did thought it was too. so easy to. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because I, for the first time, met uh, like three uh, three viewers. Oh, dude, yeah, fuck. You asked in me person. about bless. How, how did how did it go? You got you met. Uh, Kobo, you met Davis, you met Nathan. Yeah. Um. They 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 had a it was a big trip. They all came up to Portland. How what how to go? How'd it was it go so down? What fun. Happened? It was crazy because it was the first time someone called me Squeaks in real life, <laughs> which I think was very <laughs> strange for me. You know, I mean, it was fun, man. They're they're super fun. But what what happened exactly? Like for people who don't know. Uh. So basically, they I I live in Portland, uh, and uh, you know, three people I know from online came to visit. You know, they spent, well, they weren't visiting me, but they were like, they had a bike thing and they were passing by for like a day or two. So I hung out with them for a day, uh, which was fun. But it's so funny because I was picking them up because uh, I, I basically took time off work for like a day just to hang out. You know, I was like to pick them up at, from their Airbnb and I'm texting Davis and he's like, oh, uh, look up. As I'm outside of their Airbnb, and I look up and I see fucking Nathan and Kobo just <laughs> flossing <laughs> at me, <laughs> and I, I was like, "Oh, I'm, I should just drive away." <laughs> I, <was> just, <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, this is a mistake." <laughs> They're just staring at me, just flossing. <laughs> then, uh, but it was fun, man. It, oh, they're super cool. cool, and it was fun to like interact with people that I've only interacted with online. Like there's, do you feel this if you, Lana, you're like a fucking personality, so it's probably way different, but do you feel like in person you have this inkling to like perform, you know? Oh yeah, dude, because I know what it's like to meet somebody that was famous yeah. or something, like somebody I really liked and that I remember like every single detail of that interaction so vividly. Mm -hmm. So I know that for me. The person that's meeting me or comes up to me or wants to take a photo or whatever it is, they're going to remember that really well. Yeah. So I make sure it's I nailed it with every single person, like 100 percent. Yeah. But there's a pressure there, right? Like there's like, I don't give uh, a fuck. Yeah. That's cool, though. I yeah. love that. Uh, I think there's some people who I've met who I really look up to who are like super funny. And I always appreciate that they're always funny. You know what I mean? Like no mm. matter what, if someone's like expecting something from them, I have a friend who like who's like, who's like semi-successful. He like wrote for Conan, like wrote for all these really successful talk shows. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think he's hilarious, but every time we hang out, he's so funny. And I appreciate that because there's no one like tweeting about it or whatever.
it's like a genuine funny funniness that he performs for everyone for free basically i love that so whenever i meet someone who has a talent i'm like i'm like an indian parent at like an indian party i'm like do it perform in front of everybody <laughs> you know i'm yeah. leaning into it a little bit but dude i think you fucking owe it to yourself to them i think it's just the best it caught it, it literally does nothing but good it, it it the only thing that it uses if you want to look at it like it's some zero-sum game is more of your energy so yeah. why the fuck you know why wouldn't you i agree um yeah and especially i mean most of the time you know if it's a one-off interaction then it's kind of it's flattering if it happens in the city randomly and if it's at an event i i'm i'm there for work so you know why the fuck wouldn't i be uh uh, you know, charged up in the first place. Like that's part of your work. And yeah, it's part of my work. I don't. It, no, it doesn't feel like a job at that at that moment. But I'm just. I'm totally ready. So, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, I just I, never felt that before. You know. I so. never, because I think so, I definitely think I feel a certain way about this. Because I'm, a, I'm with you. Like there are some people who they're like, oh, I'm a person, and they're a person, and if it's a weird conversation, well, they have to contribute too, and it's. And not the same relationship at all. That's not a real. That's not a realistic way to look at it. They are looking at you totally differently than you're looking at them. Um, in some in some cases, some people are totally comfortable and whatever, and really good conversationalists, and some people aren't. Mm -hmm. But they're still just as nice, and they are maybe not them as much themselves as they as they'd like. But that moment means a lot. So yeah, I, I really feel like you 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 got to put in a little bit more than they put in, of course. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I I had fun. So it was like I get I it felt like uh, I didn't want to disappoint. I was there was some anxiety in meeting like those three guys, but I, right oh, when yeah, we met them, I was like, oh, super. They're they're like I would be friends with them, you know, if they uh, mm -hmm. in real life if they were living close. But well, yeah, you guys super are listening. Here we go. I know <laughs> yeah, Nathan's editing. You this nailed thing. it. <laughs> you nailed it. He's willing to be friends with you guys. Yay! We did it. <laughs> but yeah, it was super they're, fun. They're, they're somewhere they're flossing right now. <laughs> oh God! Actually, never mind. I take everything I said back. If you fucking meet me and just start flossing, I'm walking away. Okay. Yeah. That's all. That's sick. That's yeah. sick Though. I hope to meet more people though too as well. I think it's funny that you and I have never met. Here's what we're gonna do, Launders. Episode 100. Yeah. One of us is flying somewhere and we're recording it live. Yeah, we'll do episode 100 live. Yeah. And like live in person. In person, and we'll have cameras that's technic, set up. That's like a that's that's a year from now. We'll still be on this thing. Yeah, no, I know, but it's just like it's a fucking year from now, dude. Yeah, that's it's like pretty so crazy. long. But like, look at we're almost on episode fifty. That's insane to me. Like yeah, that's gonna really... come up soon. That's like crazy. Well, I mean, you've done like the first what thirty? It was like I don't, I don't know. It might have been only like twenty two or something. That's really what the fuck? Yeah, let me let me. Uh yeah, yeah it might have been like up to twenty. Oh my god, like nine, not even. Yeah. No, my god, not even, bro. You the first one was fifteen. Uh no, what? Sixteen. I interviewed you. So for those who may be newer yeah, to, but then, but then, then and then you took that, over. Sixteen, seventeen, yeah. eighteen, nineteen, and then twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. For those no, of you, yeah, maybe done a lot of them. That's oh, crazy. Wow, that's actually that's insane, man. Awesome. We did thirty. That's awesome, dude. That's it doesn't awesome. feel like that, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, yeah. Uh, now the only thing is, we want we we're gonna start. Uh, we gotta start doing them on Twitch and then put them to YouTube and we just we just talk. We talk about it all the time, but we should just we should just do it. Yeah, I think it's do. really comfortable for us the way we do it right now. Kind of just you know, roll up. Don't have to fucking do our hair for the camera yeah. and like no put makeup. on our makeup and powder <laughs> up and shit. Instead, we can just 
kind of come through at when, like whenever we're free at night and then record for a couple hours, hang out before and after, don't really have to start whenever we want and then uh you know get off but yeah it's crazy though bouncing that, wouldn't be that much harder no yeah. we should do it like if we're it's crazy just like bouncing work and like everything else but other than that like we there's no we really have no excuse not to just stream it you know or like mm-hmm. and we've thought of ways of engaging you guys a little bit more because i'm super curious i know i get so much positive feedback from uh, a lot of people have been stopping stopping by my stream just like saying the nicest things about the podcast and about my LaCroix reviews. So keep that up. Uh, oh, it, it feels very good. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, dude. What are you drinking? What's, uh, what's on the menu today? Well, it's another repeat, Pamplemousse. Um, but I have been... I actually think this is the last flavor until I've finished all of the LaCroix flavors. Like, I've actually drank every single flavor. Um, okay. Except so... plain LaCroix. So I'll, ha- I'll make a tier list. I'll do some homework and uh, publish that. But... So far, so good. I might move on to Zevia. Have you heard about that? What's plain recoil? Is that just like Belle Daphine's bathwater? Or... <laughs> yeah, it's actually exactly that. It's like the final boss. <laughs> you get that? Once you drink you it. Take you take so much pride in drinking it, <laughs> yeah. right? Because it takes a real man to finish. Yeah, because a side effect is you get jaundice. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's the one thing. It's the yeah. final boss. You Start know? getting ulcers and your teeth fall out. <laughs> And you're like, this is worth it, man. Start walking weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was really tempted to buy the bathwater. Did I tell you that? Sold out fast, bro. It did. I think it would have been so funny to have. <laughs> just a joke. I mean, you could just get a cup and then tell it, pretend okay. it's bathwater. But wait, what do people do with it? Long? I mean, this might get crap. Well, no, it's not crap. It's not weird, right? To, so, gamer girl bathwater. What do people do with like that a, shit? There was a rumor that people that people drank it and got hurt. Like, 25 people got herpes. And it was a joke. <laughs> no, and- no. <laughs> But do you yeah, drink they, it? They put that out though, and then they some dude. So some dude like drank it, and then told his friend, and then the other guy was like, "Oh, there was just this news article that said twenty five people got herpes, and the guy got really mad." <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Congrats, yeah, have- I mean, I mean, if you're gonna buy the bathwater, okay. First of all, yeah, I think the first the first people to the scene, sadly enough, are the YouTubers that buy it. So I actually feel like there's like a huge amount of people who bought it. That are just buying it for content, even though nobody else has it yet. You know, like they're literally yeah, first to market so on this just because funny. they see the meme potential. It's just the most opportunistic. I mean, those are the best YouTubers, the most opportunistic in that sense, right? Suicide Forest, right? Opportunity. Yeah. So fucked up. It's. I think. Yeah. So I think uh, that's that's a big. And I mean, how many? How much fucking bathwater can she push out? That, <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Do, wait, hold on. Let, let, let's get real for a second. Let's go take a deep dive into this bathwater. I'm asking you here. So. If do you think all the water she sold was truly bath water, or do you think there was some where she was just like, eh, I'm just gonna turn on the faucet for a bit? Well, I mean, let's put it this way: it wouldn't be hard to fill up the tub <laughs> and then just use all of the water in the tub, whether or not she knows it touched her or she fucking spit in it or <laughs> rubbed her asshole on it or whatever the hell, you know? Yeah. So okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so it's like a whole tub of water. Like that's fu- like how many? How many that's insane. That's yeah. like how many glasses, how many 300 <laughs> milliliter glasses is that? That's but, crazy. But you didn't answer my initial question. What are people oh, doing okay. with the water? Are they, so they're drinking it or are they like putting it on themselves? What is it? I'm how sure does that some work? of them are fucking boofing it. I'm sure someone's snorting it. Ew. their ears. Smelling it. I love it. it. i do i can you imagine like but that's sad right that's sad there don't you remember people used to old people used to do this shit they used to buy like there was a guy who would go to concerts 
and get a like rock star to breathe in a jar and then he'd <laughs> capture the air in a jar seal it up and then take have someone take a photo of him while it was happening boomers. and then sell them on eBay boomers bro they're all boomers yeah, it was like it's like your fucking grandfather bought Aerosmith's <laughs> you know breathing into Cappy? a jar from from this <laughs> yeah like yeah i don't know no okay but yeah. this is not the same as that because at least that has like some significance right this is fucking aerosmith like that's kind of cool okay like at least there's a story there but bathwater, like that from some random girl that's like it's like your favorite porn star softcore porn star or whatever yeah but she just her shower okay i get it i guess i get it maybe yeah, i will that's... buy it <laughs> you're right yeah. maybe i'll ask for I a mean, stuff I, order I, I would buy it. It'd be just to be, just to be, just to have it as a joke. Like it'd be like me too. Yeah, I think that'd be funny. Like, that'd be so funny. A, honestly, she's pretty. Fu- she's pretty. She's pretty good at this shit. Uh, with the the way she markets everything she does, she knows. You know, she really does know exactly what she's doing. Yeah, this is viral marketing. She's, super, yeah. she's like Casey Tron, uh, but then like a like you know, I don't even know what she does. Like softcore porn, basically. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she's I, definitely very self-aware, very I, good at what she does. If there's anything that's sad, it's the people buying it, not the performer, right? Oh, like no she, doubt, yeah. She's fucking killing it. <laughs> good for her. Like, she's found a market. Who are we to judge, you know? I love that shit. <laughs> I think it's funny, and it gives, it's like good drama, and people fucking love to talk about it. So who's who's a loser here? It's the people who spent the money. <laughs> it's <laughs> the, funny, like, if the idea was any less ridiculous, it wouldn't have sold, right? No, the idea sold, sold out. Itself. It's like people are yeah. doing marketing for her just by yeah. talking about it. Like, we wouldn't be talking about it right now if it wasn't so ludicrous, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, awesome. It's awesome. I, I love that shit. And I, I really like Casey Tron. Like, uh, her, the idea of her character is so funny. I think that I Dude, love, I like, characters like... on Twitch. Some of these, some people are, uh, everyone's going on like this Raj, Raj Royale podcast and uh-huh. stuff. And I feel like I'm getting to know people a little bit too well on that thing, you know, and it's, it's like a yelling it, contest. It's and a you fight hear for about people's opinions. It's stupid. But you, they start talking about politics and stuff and it's like streamers you wouldn't hear normally talk about that on their own streams. And then suddenly you're like, ah, I'd rather have not known that you thought that or that you <laughs> yeah. talk like this or, you know, that I'd rather see you comfortable in your in character by yourself or you know doing your own thing on your stream but it's it's getting a bit too get we're getting the 360 when i don't i think we only need 90 <laughs> if that like 50 <laughs> on a good day i just want to watch youtube videos with xqc okay? yeah me too i want to see him <laughs> i just want to watch keyboard. live pd with xqc <laughs> yeah no i'm on dude i don't know why people want like people share so much i love i think raj is really funny but i think some oh, of the, the guest it's like it's sort of the problem now is like everyone's trying to go for like the political slam dunk without knowing anything everyone's trying to like dunk on other people you know what i mean like they're just trying to get a a slam dunk contest it's hilarious they're like going for sound bites when no one's clipping yeah exactly when it's like no one wants that man people are just happy like uh, it's that's my thing it's like on twitch people are just the masters of over overselling a little bit or like saying things that they shouldn't but it's literally just for fucking attention and the worst part about it all is like there's this unsaid loyalty to the streamers right it's like oh i'm an xqc sub so through thick and thin homie i'm gonna be there it's like no if xqc does something fucked up you unsub right you don't uh-huh. support you it unsub. yeah so i'm all for that fuck that yeah I, I i feel like i feel like i have a very high amount of like super long time subs yeah i've never had i think of like i i feel like the one thing i've done well 
is that I've never had a I've had controversies that have worked in my favor, like ones that like kind of landed in my lap, like this fucking Frankie one or, or Zubu. Like the <laughs> random Yeah, Zubu or <laughs> Zubu. uh Semphis, yeah. like they just like worked out in my favor, right? But I've never had like a controversy like I fucking colluded with pedophiles and cheated on ESEA. <laughs> or, or like Alinity like or throwing I, cats. <laughs> yeah, I've never thrown a cat. I've never give, given out free vodka to my animals. You know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> you kissed the whatever. vodka. It's, it's hey, fun. we used to call that a party, right? But, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Back in my day, we wouldn't just throw the cat. We'd throw the whole fucking zoo. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've pretty clean record so i think because of that you know i think for in terms of continued subs i've got such a crazy high amount of subs that i mean i'm sure some people are subbed at this point just because like how can you break a sub streak at like 50 months you know i, I have sub streaks of my own even with streamers i don't watch where i'm like i'm just too committed now yeah. you know yeah i can never show up in the stream again if i wasn't i didn't have a sub badge you know what i mean <laughs> i don't so i don't recognize myself without access to these emotes <laughs> on the other side of this conversation there's like a twitch executive just rubbing his hands like you fools dude <laughs> it's fucking it feels trap. real man it's like the, it what real. that's but this sounds like the exact conversation that people have about snapchat streaks you know what i mean like sure yeah disgusting to me disgusting when i get a blank snapchat saying continuing the streak i'm like fuck oh, you God. i ain't responding yeah. <laughs> Fuck at me. least put an effort though right yeah no it's stupid does that even count right. but do you feel like there's some uh like because we've talked about this a while ago but i think there's like an unhealthy relationship that a lot of streamers garner with their uh with their followers where it's like it's almost like this monetizable friendship you know what i mean and i think that's really bad because then it's like there's clearly an incentive for the streamer that's dishonest with the viewer. Oh my god, there's like Josh OG or uh, yeah, Foosley. If you ever exactly. seen Foosley, I love Foosley, but and they're actually both good streamers, but they're too good at the at, at milking their viewers and making it a part of the stream to do it. Like there was one, there's like a like a segment that Foosley has, and she's an amazing streamer. Yeah, no, she's actually she's really really good. Yeah. Um, but she has like the segment where it's the the literal point is it switches to a scene with a giant tip jar and they talk and they only they'll stop talking if the bits stop. Like <laughs> it's it's just you pay for more talk like a high like a high amount of talking, and the only point is to basically do more of what you're already, what she's already doing, yeah. but which is a little bit more energy. And it's like insane. It's a cash cow, and it's crazy how good she is at doing it. But, but it's like not even just yeah. the ask, though. It's the false premise that it's a friendship, a genuine friendship that's created just on Twitch. You know what I mean? Like I think mm -hmm. there's something to be said there, where a lot of content creators don't talk about it because it's not monetary, like it's not lucrative. But like mm -hmm. you, you're not friends with your streamer if you're just interacting in a big chat. You know, like it's not possible. Like it's not possible to be to be genuine and like because you're paying somebody like there's a there's a dynamic there and so whenever yeah. the streamer abuses that power and makes it seem to the viewer who is often young like that there's like a mutual friendship to there's always some mo like monetary backing there where they're like oh I, I, they're doing it because they donate or whatever and i think that's so fucking bad yeah yeah there is it's 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 uh that's that's kind of like that's that's like that that's important to know for any relationship like in life you know yeah. if you start it on the wrong foot you kind of have this dynamic that might never change True. like that's why I always tell people if you meet someone you really like you that's like famous to you or someone you really want to meet you know the best thing you can do is if you really want to show them that you just you just you know you might not see them again you just want to let them know that you're actually a real fan 
bring up something cool and slightly obscure about like something from years ago. Like when someone brings up something about a YouTube video of mine from four years ago, that's when I'm like, you know, I kind of, you know, I talk to them like I really appreciate them. Right. Like, yeah, it feels good. That, I'm sure. Yeah. But 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 ultimately in the conversation, you don't you don't have to actually be a fan to have a good conversation with someone. And if they're a halfway decent person, they're also going to talk to you whether it, whether or not you're a fan. So what you should do, let's say if you want to kind of kind of talk to someone just to talk to them and see if you like them. And mm-hmm. but it's actually someone you look up to is just don't come in with the mindset that they're famous and they're better and all of these things that aren't even important. Or right. Real. You know, just talk to them like they're a per- another person. I'm trying to say that without sounding cliche, right? But just no, it's true, literally though. treat them like they're another person because that's what they are. No, it's 100 percent true. I yeah. and then sometimes they don't want you to see them like that. You know? No, of course, yeah. It's harder. It's harder for me to talk to somebody that I know is my fan, right? I mean, I have to try harder, and I know I'm gonna immediately. I've, it comes. It comes with baggage. I've got to carry the conversation. Yeah, I know it's you know me accepting compliments all of a sudden. It's when it could be just you have something funny to say and, hey, maybe I'd be able to build on that. And suddenly we're just fucking chums chatting it up. <laughs> yeah. So this, the moral of the story is never super like on Tinder because of no good Never super like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. No good relationship no, starts like that. Yeah, <laughs> Where true. you're, you're um, showing more than that should be like shown, you know. Dude, I, I find it crazy when people like rich uh, people buy things for girls that are like for guys, exact, I guess, that are. I mean, I'm only speaking out of like people i know yeah so like people have guys that i know that have money that buy things for girls like right away to specifically to get them to like them and it's uh, like they don't even see that that is a completely unsustainable method like you could be cool a cool person but suddenly now there's no way for her to see you like that no you're and en- you're entering on the premise that there will be more money and and money will be the glue of the relationship it's impossible to break out of that it's true no, that's so that's a great point. It's like there's a power dynamic being established when you buy something, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like if you're looking to date a streamer, don't sub to them because there's a power dynamic that's being shown, Hold right? Hold off the sub, yes. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. It's they true. They didn't want us to tell you. Hold off, dude. It's true. Right? Nobody's gonna say it, but it's true. If you really want a chance with them, don't sub to them, man. Because- it is possible to date streamers as a viewer. Oh, yeah. If you play your cards right and tell me sweet things. It happens you, all the time. No, totally. No, I'm not saying it, it doesn't. Happens all, and I, but, yeah, it happens but, all the time. And no, no, but I'm saying, but I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Like, you just, you can't be another sub, though. You can't no. be looked at as, like, a sub in a stream. Like, it just, that wouldn't work. No, 100%. Yeah, it's true. And especially, it's so sad. And it's like a meme now. And I, I, I don't know if it feels like there's a sadder undertone when you see, like, guys sub to girls. Like, it's funny for people looking from afar, but I think there's like a really dark and sad, uh, it's a really sad state when you just see donations to garner a girl's attention. Like that's yeah. not a healthy thing. Like there's something wrong there that, you know, I don't care who's at fault, but I think it should be looked at with a little bit more reverence. And uh, I love seeing that shit, you know, <laughs> just competition so thin. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. just like- But if I buy no, a stream but, deck, yeah. Wanders, I can shine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> then I'll make it on Twitch. I actually think the stream deck is cool. I mean, if you have the expendable Dude, income, shut like, up, shut up. What's wrong with it, man? It makes scene we're switching just, easier. Stop it! What are we on fucking we're, ESPN? Okay, we're not showing like this is. <laughs> there's there's three scenes at most. Okay? Well, that's the thing, Squeaks. You're barely spending any money in the first place. You got a webcam. You got like your uh, your mic. I'm not gonna then, get a stream you know, deck. That is just fucking you know, stupid. You, you know, it, no, uh, fuck that. I'm pissed. You can just use a hotkey. It's like give me a break if anything get a numpad you don't need a fucking 
scene thing with like LEDs and images. Just focus on the stream. But you could have a stream deck and a numpad. You know <laughs> and you mean? have like 500 scenes. That's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, That's so, yeah. it's like you're either playing World of Warcraft or you're on Twitch. I don't know. There's so many buttons. And it looks fucking stupid. Forget the ring light. People would think I'm a psychopath with like 500 buttons on my fucking desk trying to change scenes. Like, give me well, a listen, break. I tried game. to, I tried to gently, you know, I'm tra- we're, we're trying to be sponsor friendly. We've done a really <laughs> bad job of it over <laughs> the weeks. Right. And I really like, I like as a company and I'm just trying to like, I'm trying Whoa. to, I was trying to gently censor out that name, censor out that name, Nathan. We're not dropping oh, names we, like that. You know, yeah. I mean, we did say stream deck. I think they're the only one to make it, but whatever. Uh. <laughs> but yeah. They make good uh, products. W- you're w- right. W- I'm a sellout. Yeah, they make good products. They actually got a lot. They got a lot better. But you want to listen to a voicemail? We got a voicemail. Holy it's a little. It's a, it's aged. It's a little it's old. A, it's aged like cheese. Okay. Hey man, it's Sunday, June twenty third. No, it's a question for you guys. You know, what do you think people subconsciously make decisions or plays to make them lose because it's more comfortable than winning, and the fear of winning makes them make these decisions to lose. I don't know, man. Peace, man. Peace, man. He's had some bad team. This is a man who has had some bad games of matchmaking, has <laughs> had some bad teammates. He's genuinely trying to figure out why people are so stupid. Yeah, he's trying to like fi- me. He just doesn't understand. He <laughs> does, just, just cannot wrap his head around it. I feel for him. Yeah. Um, we, we've all played with squeaks, you know? But, <laughs> I knew you so, so, Dude, you uh, couldn't uh, just uh, leave me out of this. You had to bring me in somehow. You couldn't just listen to the voicemail and answer earnestly, right? So uh, he sounds like, dude, uh, whoever this is, sounds like he's on the worst weed hangover of his life and <laughs> woke up and just having a real genuine thought. And I feel for him. Yeah. And I love the question. Thank you so much for submitting the question, Evil Scheme. The answer your question i think in my opinion mm-hmm. is that wait no oh this is this might be interesting socrates once purported holy shit purported okay that <laughs> huh? um he, he purported that people nobody makes this bad decisions willingly nobody makes the wrong decision purposefully in their mind true true Okay. You know, in their minds, right? If mm-hmm. you're, I always used to, t- I used to tell people this all the time for similar questions um, when I was playing because they didn't understand, you know, how could they see something so clearly dumb? You know, why did someone make that choice? Yeah. Well, there's always some motivation, but it, it's, it's, it, it can be that, that, that kind of to, to, uh, to frame it like, oh, people never make the wrong decision might be like saying everything happens for a reason. Like if you, if you take it in, it's the worst fucking, it's the worst thing to ever say. Yeah. It could be a bad reason. What if it's a bad reason? How does no one ever thought of that? What if it's a bad reason? Like that's the first thing you should think of. And everybody fucking says that everything happens for a reason. Like shut up. Hey, stop reading my Tumblr. (laughs) So, 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 but, but with Counter-Strike decisions, like you're either making that decision because that's, you want to make a fucking play or you thought it was the right choice. I mean, ultimately, you're not making that decision to look stupid, Mm-mm. for sure, right? And I think if you just think about that, you feel better. You feel like more they're just stupid as opposed to they're actively working against you to help you lose this round. Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, it's it's not even just like teammates. I think it's like oftentimes 
like I'm just caught in a losing cycle. Like I'll give you an example. Maybe that you can relate to Anders here. But like you start the day really in a shitty attitude and that compounds itself in every interaction. You're like, well, I feel like shit. So I'm going to my attitude's a little worse. I'm, you know, when I play Counter-Strike, I'm playing a little bit worse. Like it just like compounds like one shitty thing that can spiral off and ruin a bunch of things where it takes so much effort to actually try and win because my motivation isn't there. So I think like a big thing in terms of like winning and losing is like you really have to constantly be aware of like, oh, I'm going to be on a winning trajectory. If I do certain tasks, then it will increase my likelihood of winning. And whether that is like, you know, in anything, taking care of yourself, whether that's like exercising or in Counter-Strike, like listening to your teammates, buying appropriately, peaking at the right times like these aren't these are things that don't necessarily guarantee a victory but they increase like your odds of having a dub and so i think there's only so much that's in your control to win and it you're right it does take more effort but in the end it's like that effort is going to be required to maximize your chances of winning in anything yeah so why are you still dmg <laughs> you want the real answer launders you want like you want to yeah. get real you want me to roll okay. up my sleeves here and get, get i mean i real? heard you're on a win streak so i'm sure you'd be willing to talk about this now okay I feel like it's your okay couple of things but, this is the real answer you want the real answer or you want a fake bullshit answer raw and cut go ahead <laughs> raw and uncut okay the reason is because i'm too busy interacting with chat and i'm okay with interacting oh. with chat okay versus winning around are you happy? Yeah. Because I'm first. Okay. There's sometimes I get yeah, into the game. You know, but you know what? Okay. All right. No, go ahead. Go ahead. But first, Counter-Strike is like one of those games that I know if I truly, it's not a meme. If I don't stream and if I play, I will rank up. Okay. I promise you that. I promise you that. I will rank up. If I just don't stream for like a week, I'll come back and I'm global. Okay. I promise you. But okay, not maybe not global, but whatever. <laughs> maybe. But I'm saying, like, but first, there has to be priorities, right? Like, I want to interact with people talking. So I'm going to prioritize that over winning the round. And I'm sorry. I hope everyone's on the same page as on my team. But that's... Don't you think that's unfun to watch, though, too? It is unfun to watch to a point, though. Like, if you're... Like, I feel like I'm... I'm not... I'm trying to be better at a skill that takes, like... Like, I'm not going to stream Counter-Strike forever. You know, I want to be entertaining mm -hmm. no matter what game I'm playing. And that's something I've run into difficulties with because my brain turns off sometimes and I'm lazy or whatever. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but it's a skill I'm developing. So it's like there's some something unfun about watching someone lose or whatever. But then look at XQC or Lyric play Counter-Strike and it's totally different, you know, because they know how oh, to they actually try. They do try, but it's not like I'm not trying. I still am trying, but I prioritize the stream aspect of it you know like i'm not bad C hold on i feel like this <laughs> makes me seem really bad <laughs> on twitch.tv slash squeeze 15 i'm not bad i still try Live to right win <laughs> uh but i just have a priority of of having fun you know i'm, Dude, I'm not XQC competitive plays, he's like a really competitive uh player in fps games and he trolls but like he also like really like he, he actually really tries so who but yeah he, i guess he's been doing it long SQ, xqc yeah like when he plays fortnite and shit like he actually he actually like tries like yeah. really hard which is fun to watch because otherwise you feel like you're like it's like why am i even watching why am i why is this not just a podcast yeah true 
I don't know. It's just different styles, I think. I don't know. Yeah. There's some people I enjoy watching regardless of what they're playing. Or some people I like listening to. Like, I'll open their stream and minimize. I think there's just different styles for everything. Like, I have a hard mm-hmm. time taking things seriously now, I feel like, too. Like, I don't want to be the guy who's raging. Like, unironically yeah, raging. You know sure, what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure. Like, yeah, there's nothing uglier than that. No, there's not. And I find myself getting mad. And I and I always try to make an effort to be like, why am I being, like, why am I so mad? This is so stupid, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be that guy. I want to be ironic. I want to be part of, like, that, a big meme of, like, oh, he's so bad or whatever, you know? It just yeah. It's a part of it. I don't know. That's the real answer. Okay, that's a podcast yeah. exclusive. But it's it's fun to struggle a little bit, and it's fun to pit yourself against chat. I think that's super fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a dialogue. It's a way to get people in, involved. Yeah, I think part of the reason I was like, I, I think part of the reason, like, hey, kind of the opposite of you, like, it wasn't a good streamer per se, but I did really kind of care about the games I was playing you know, to to a fault sometimes. So I think on the one hand, there is the kind of viewer who's like looking to learn to get better or really wants to watch gameplay. And then um, they were really, they were kind of into it because I was really into it. Yeah. And then the only thing I didn't like about it was just that I would get, like I, I'd get wound up if I got really into a match, like I wouldn't look at chat for like, you know, 10 rounds and I think for a certain viewer who doesn't chat much, that's actually really great. Like they're just they're they're in it to watch the game in the first place. Sure. Um, but then even I would get if I you know started losing and then I would come back to chat. Like I couldn't take jokes anymore. I'd be so wrapped up in the <laughs> yeah. like trying to win and really upset about anything else. Um, so that made it like kind of a sucky experience, I guess. I mean, and I don't want to chat. I don't. Want, I don't think I'm a good streamer. I'm just saying, like, I want to work on it. You know. I don't want to take mm-hmm. things seriously, and uh, it's a thing for fun. So I'm going to try to have fun. And um, yeah. if you want to do watch you someone who's good, personally, do I take things personally? No. Yeah, like do you, no. So like, is there ever? I mean, even on your like, you come in and you're like, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to joke around with people. I'm going to open myself up to to getting joked at and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you you know, if you could set that up in your mind, then you know, nothing will be uh, too offensive. Does it? But as everyone's got bad days i mean just in general you don't feel like uh being laughed at for something or whatever do you ever get do you just hide it really well or do you ever actually take anything personally do you ever have a moment where you're just like i kind of wish i didn't read that like that's kind of (laughs) annoying but then you say something funny instead or uh i don't know man i always try to envision myself as the viewer like bring on the forehead memes like i love that shit because it's like oh it's not a meme i mean (laughs) excuse me Maybe I shouldn't have read this. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have listened to that. <laughs> oh fuck! No, I love. It. I like that because it's like a way. It's um, it's like imagine having the reaction of like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And banning the guy or banning the person. <laughs> like that's like the most fucking beta. That's the weak shit. That's the weakest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the most. It's truly. It's like people will be like, oh, he shut him down. Totally alpha. I'm like, no, no, no. That move is like so insecure. So sad. You yeah, know, if so you can't sad, take yeah. words. I never did that. I no, never did that. But there are people who do that, even in real life. Like people who get so mad over something where they're like, like, oh, I'm gonna beat you up. I'm like, how beta do you have to be? For words to like penetrate your fucking small ass brain to you to like roll up your sleeves. I'm like, how can you not walk away and be alpha? You know, like, yeah, it's the, it's the most ironic shit. But I think like, listen, if someone comes into the stream and it's like toxic, but it's is funny. 
like how do i how would i get mad at that like bring it on fuck it um i think it's fun like it's just it's uh i i can't take it seriously because i think there's like an unsaid consent to the stream where it's like hey i'm performing i'm doing stuff and you're free to say whatever you want because it's just, ultimately it's like a give and take you know and if, mm-hmm. if you're not performing well as a chatter then i'm going to try to lift the weight and if i'm not performing well i hope that you guys try to lift the weight you know so it's like that's the kind of relationship i want to build and i'm trying really hard to and i think really great streamers who i see like they're able to play that balance be more chat is like an it chats like a person in their stream. Like they're like a character almost, you know, that they're interacting with. And I think that's like the ultimate goal. It's like you're making the persona I, for chat and they play the character. Yeah, I think that's I think that's great. And I know you want to inspire people to uh, make more content and uh, stream themselves. So yeah. hopefully some of those people are listening right now. That's great advice. No, and I think there's some really great, I love like the content that people make. I think it's always fun to watch and to be a viewer as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the voicemail, Evil. Appreciate it. Uh, and anybody else who wants to send in voicemails, please. Our doors are open. Our PO box is wide open. Oh, our imagine. email inbox is wide open. Imagine. Uh, our, uh, our, our, our nest for the carrier pigeons is wide open. <laughs> what else is open? My still? legs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, and I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That's it yeah. for this esports life, episode 46. <laughs> but thanks. For, yeah, we, we love that shit. Um, Leave us a voicemail, and if you don't know how, go to our Twitter, which is the podcast Twitter, which is uh, twitter.com pod slash pod. Thank you. You can hear me furiously typing. <laughs> and uh, the pin tweet gives you, um, you know, some uh, direction on how to do it. It's pretty easy, so you have no excuse. Leave us a voicemail. Anything else, Launders? Any parting wisdom that you want to... To, you know, to what is it? Purport. <laughs> Happiness is like peeing your pants. Everybody can oh, see it, Jesus but only you can feel Christ, the warmth. Dude, I'm out of here. Are you fucking? Good night, everybody. Me? Oh, and uh, follow. No, I have parting words. Oh, okay, go ahead. Follow Launders on Twitter. Oh yeah. Oh, you saying a plug for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's plugging me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Follow Launders on Twitter. Twitter.com/slash/Launders or at Squeaks15. I also stream on Twitch. Oh, Twitch. and I go on Twitch to Squeaks' stream. He's live right now. Right now, check it. Slash Squeaks15. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And tell me your favorite Lacroix flavor. I'm curious. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll have another one of these coming out next Monday. <laughs> As usual. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.